it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's up, guys? Welcome to TMG Podcast. This is actually last week's episode. If you want today's episode, uh, that'll be on our Patreon right now. Uh, you can get it a week early if you contribute. It's patreon.com slash tinymeatgang. Um, so thanks if you do that. And if not, enjoy this one. Peace. Hey, you sexy little sluts. Today is fuckuary 14th, which means Daddy Cupid is coming for you. He's been yanking on his bow and arrow all night, getting ready to shoot all over you. So, Daddy Cupid, draw your bow and let that come flow. This day only comes once a year, so rip off your clothes and jump on that good dick. St. Valentine is the sluttiest saint there is, so spread your holy Bible wide to take everything he's got. Send this to five Valen hoes so you can get off tonight. If you don't, you'll be stuck without chocolate or long, thick plowers for the next 69 years. Damn, I just nutted right there. <laughs> so was, you heard it here first, folks, is Valentine's Day, and it's a horny one. Yeah, that was turned up and sexy. It is Valentine's yeah? Day. You hard? I'm very hard. This is about to be a hard-ass podcast. Yeah, super hard podcast. Feeling good. We're in the uh, horniest city of all time, New, New Orleans. Or as they say, New Orleans. New Orleans. <laughs> um, and I'm feeling pretty horny. Are you? Yeah. Have you seen some unsolicited breasts today? Not yet, no. Word. <clears throat> no boobies yet today, but we were talking to the to the uh, bartender at one of the bars we went to. Yeah. On Bourbon Street, and we were like, how many how many boobs do you see? Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, depends what you're talking about. Good boobs or <laughs> boobs? <laughs> we're like, I don't know. Just anything. Yeah. He's like, good boobs? Not that often, honestly. <laughs> 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 the quality of titty in New Orleans is the real press- pressing issue here. That's what we're here to talk about on our NPR podcast. Welcome to George Washington's gun room. Um, we're here to chat all things French Quarter and, and terrible titties out here. And, and All things titty meat. All things titty meat. The quality of titty meat. That's crazy that, that it's, it's just bad titties out here. Yeah, you don't get a lot of that Wagyu titty meat, you know? That good. It's, that, it's mostly that cheap New York. <laughs> that New York cut. strip? Yeah. That Denny's know? New York strip? And Denny's New York strip. <laughs> that Denny's New York strip titty. They don't got the good stuff out here. <laughs> that's 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 unfortunate, man. I would have thought, you know, New Orleans would have offered up some fucking grade A titty meat. But I know, man. But I saw zero boobs out there. <laughs> Which was uh, also <laughs> Bourbon Street, like was so I've never been here before. Yeah, <clears throat> and I've always, I've always, like New Orleans is was like the one place in the states where like I hadn't, like the one city, mm-hmm. iconic city that I hadn't been to yet. Yeah, where I like really wanted to go, and so being here was like a cool thing. And we went to Bourbon Street, you know, at like noon. So obviously it's not like crazy yet, no, or anything, but yeah. it's just fucking construction yeah from like start everywhere. to finish right now everywhere they're like redoing the whole fucking street yeah it's it's i mean as they should be these sidewalks are uneven as fuck 
I mean, like the places that they had like redone were really nice. Yeah. And so like we got to a point in the street where we could just like walk and be yeah. fine. But like three quarters of it right now are just like torn up and loud as shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Which isn't really like the Bourbon Street. Yeah experience you want but it was still fun yeah they they need to fix the damn sidewalks out here i thought my fucking hips were gonna get thrown out were you there i mean i was just walking around have you been here before no i was just exploring okay have you wanted to come here i mean i have but you know i've never never enough to like get on a plane and come here yeah 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 i've had a couple opportunities and just like didn't go for whatever reason like friends were going and i was like i got some other shit like it's just like it's too far yeah but it yeah. seems fucking cool yeah that's why i was stoked to be here yeah we still had fun man we had a couple hand grenades whatever that shit's strong as fuck man hand grenade they're like drink the, yeah it's like these bars it's like a like three or four of them on bourbon street okay that all make the same shit got it but they're all like owned by the same people and so they have this got like it. like secret recipe we're or, like what's in this shit and he's like, that's the only drink I can't tell you the recipe of. And I'm like, that's a little bit sketchy. <laughs> Is that even legal? Like, if someone asks you the ingredients of something, you're like, I can't tell you, bro. Yeah. Like, what? what, what is roofies? Can't <laughs> yeah. tell you, homie. That's actually pretty fucking hard that he can just <laughs> legally like, tell you, nah. Exactly, nah. Yeah. Just drink it. Yeah, nah, fam. Just go ahead and slurp that down. It'll be all right. And it was all right. Yeah. It was great. It was better than all right, man. If shit starts getting dark in your eyes, don't worry about it. Yeah, man. exactly. It's, just, it's, it's all part of the experience yeah. out here. Yeah. That That's actually what, what they did was they, when you drink that drink, it's to see um, how it, like, how the titty meat in your body reacts to it. <laughs> so if you got bad titty meat, you stay awake. And if you got good titty meat, you fall asleep and they harvest your titty meat. <laughs> For, Do they? Yeah. Huh. Because they're trying to up the quantity of good titty out that here. Makes sense, actually. Yeah. Storing it. Yeah. I did a I did a little um a little prank invasion move today. What'd you do? I seen these three homeless people. It was two dudes and um, a lot of homeless people out here. Women. Yeah. Uh, Tons. Also, all everyone who's like, I'm a Burning Man, whatever. Nah, you are just a a New Orleans homeless swagger jacker. Okay. okay. Every every homeless dude out here is dressed like. Fly? Top tier Burning Man. <laughs> I stood out like looking at the fucking green tea ass w- water, and this dude was lying down. And he got up. He had full face paint on, <laughs> crazy ass multicolored do rag. You sure it wasn't just like scabs? No, no, it was like straight up face paint. Okay, yeah, it was wasn't white. just blood. No, 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 it was white. It was very delicate around the lips. Like, it was, damn that blood, dude. That looks <laughs> awesome. No, it was. It had intent. It okay. had purpose. Okay, and so whatever. Um, so I seen these three homeless people in the, this dude goes running down the street, like to the, to two of them on a bench and he's got a styrofoam box and, uh, he jumps up and he kicks his boy and he's like, look what I found in the trash. And they got really excited. I was like, God damn. I don't know. I just felt something. So I walked past them and I like got like 30 steps and I said, man, fuck it. And I turned around and that like hundred bucks of that money I won from the casino, I just handed it to him. What? Yeah, I was just like, "Hey, man!" I was like, "Here you go." Really? Yeah, I was just like, "There you go." And then, even they, after the story that the cab driver told us yesterday, uh, I mean, I pulled it out way in advance. I okay. just like had it like okay. between my pull fingers. Whole wall nah, out. Fuck yeah. that. No, no, no. You want to tell that story? Yeah, we he said. That. Yeah, we okay. can tell that in a second. Yeah. But I, so I handed it to him, and I mean, it was such a public area. I knew it wasn't anything going to happen, and they all looked at me. They were like, "What?" 
I was like, just from you, I was like, just from me to you guys. And then this is where I felt really LA. The one dude goes, can I give you a hug? I laughed and I said, oh man. And I threw up my hand. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like this hoodie's new, man. I, yeah, I was like, Hey bro, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of fresh right now. I don't want to get the homeless dust on me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I appreciate you. I gave him nucks and I gave him all nucks. And then I, walked, they, I walked away and I was just hoping like, man, I really hope you guys don't buy drugs. I mean, they probably will, but probably yeah, yeah. whatever. So I did that. And then, then it got me some beignets. Did you really? Yeah, but they just they weren't like they weren't like what we had in Utah. They them shits just tasted like funnel cake. Okay. They weren't <laughs> like they weren't super banging. I mean, that's what it is essentially. I thought there was more to it. I think it's just like puffier. There probably is, but like at the, at the end of the day, it's just dough with yeah powdered sugar yeah. on top. I mean, it was okay. Mm-hmm. I got three. Only problem with that was like I just wanted zero. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to take a bite. Yeah, and I had a full plate. I felt like a dick. Just kind of looked around and dipped. <laughs> Gave those to the homeless guys yeah, too. Yeah, yeah they're, they're like, actually, nah, nah, we're not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, nah, that's we're trash. All good on the beignets, man. <laughs> Hell, what was the the, the story that the, to- that the guy told oh, yeah, yesterday? Yeah, yeah. Was he said that? I mean, he was also like a Florida. Yeah, he's a Florida real like Florida man. Yeah, and he was like, yeah, you're in he's Tampa. like, I don't give money to homeless people no more because you know this guy that. What did he say? He was like he said he that, came back from a tour in Iraq. No, yeah, he was. Um, no, he had just yeah he had come back from a tour in Iraq and he was stationed out in Tampa. Yeah, so he was like still on duty. Not the the cab, not the Uber driver. It not was the Uber a, driver. Just a he guy. was just saying this about someone else that he. It was a guy in his neighborhood. Okay, a guy in his neighborhood. Yeah, and he said the guy, um, you know, he's he had moved down here. He had been here like a week. And some homeless dude came up to him and said, can I have some money? And then the dude pulls out his wallet and he pulls out some money. And a bunch of crackheads came out of nowhere and they all beat him to a pulp. They to beat, a coma. Yeah, they beat him into a coma because they saw that there was money in his wallet. And uh, I guess the dude pulled through. But, yeah, the dude was like, yeah, so I don't, I don't give money to the homeless anymore. I was yeah. like, damn, these crackheads fucked it up for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're listening to our podcast. And they're like, ah, oh, that's why they don't give us money anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why you gotta beat this someone to a coma? I don't know, man. Just take the wallet and they're probably, leave. I mean, they're probably on. I mean, crack doesn't. I don't think you're reason. I mean, I've done crack. It's like a pretty reason. <laughs> yeah, I'm a reason. <laughs> it's a reasonable drug. He's a reasonable guy, even on crack. I yeah, mean. <laughs> exactly. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. <laughs> Reasonable crackhead. <laughs> So, is that even such a thing? I mean, I don't know, I, man. Out here, it's like bath salts and shit. I think is it probably? I don't know. Isn't it like Florida and New Orleans? Like it's isn't that? I don't know. I don't know. But man, I, <laughs> the dudes I saw though were looking pretty, pretty rough. Pretty fly. What do you mean? Pretty fly. Who you were talking about? The Burning Man. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Swagger. Yeah. yeah the homeless people out here are are they don't they don't lack man. Mm-hmm. They're they're zooted. Mm-hmm. Even. Even uh, the the girl that 
was with the two other dudes that I gave money to. I mean, she looked like she was out of Beetlejuice. Like her whole getup was crazy. She had like these black and white striped socks with a bowler hat. It was like, it was fly. It was some like East LA shit. <laughs> this dude came up to us. We were eating po'boys. Yeah. And we're sitting at the table like closest to the doors and there's no door. So it's like open to the outside. Yeah. And this homeless dude comes up and just stands in the door and looks at us and goes, hey, uh, when you guys are done, if you don't finish your food, can I have it? And we're Damn. like, oh, we're like, All right, sure. And then he just stood there and watched us eat. Whoa. In the door. Nice. And so we're kind of like, okay. If you, <laughs> well, we'll give it to you, but like, you want to. Nobody likes to watch. Nobody yeah. likes to be watched when they're <laughs> eating, I guess. I don't know. And we gave him some food and we walked away, but it was just like. You wouldn't play any games, dude. Yeah. See, that's a reasonable crackhead right yeah, there. Exactly. There, that's what it is. What a, just fell out of the sky. He's like, you said it. yes. I'm going to make sure you do it. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That's a reasonable ass crackhead right there. <laughs> reasonable shit. I just want to start calling people. They do something I like. You're a reasonable crackhead. <laughs> Excuse me, sir? You're a reasonable dude. You're a reasonable dude, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Man, what what else did I see today? Um, I mean, we didn't, I didn't walk around too much. What the fuck did I? Those hand grenades, man. Is that, is that the name of the drink? Hand grenade, yeah. I'm never drinking anything that sounds like a gun. <laughs> or like a weapon. It's pretty hardcore. They come with these like, well, it's, it's not hardcore at all. It's like the sweetest. Yeah. Most drinkable drink ever. Hand grenade, Irish car bomb. What is all, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what else yeah, is yeah. out there? Um, anyway. They came with like floatable, like these like little grenade toys that like float mm-hmm. on top as you drink it, and they come in these like lime green okay. cups. And then you throw the grenade in this like net on top. It's like an experience. Okay. It's a full on, you buy this drink. Mm-hmm. You're not buying you're just a drink. Yeah. It's a full on experience. Yeah. And it was great. Man, I, I don't know if I'm just a, like a numb person, but I could, I can never with alcohol, like something like that. I just drink it and then throw the grenade and feel nothing. What do you mean? <laughs> like I would just drink it and go boop. And then I'd be like, all right, now what? I don't know. I'd no, ne- now you say, okay, let's do it again. <laughs> that's the point. That's, that's why you drink. Is that it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Man. Yeah. I was just watching this video on fucking Frank Ocean. Crazy. Dude. So what's the deal? All right. So I know there's probably a deep Frank stand. Oh, wait, hold on. Before I jump into that, let me just make a quick backpedal. Uh, so remember I was talking about the girl who, who like died in ice custody. Yeah. All right. And I prefaced very heavily that I didn't have all the facts. So someone gave me a correction, uh, which was ice beat the shit out of her. No. Okay. <laughs> what? Sorry. No, I, I guess she was in critical condition. And then when, while in ice custody, she passed. So I don't know why she was in critical condition. So okay. it wasn't like she was held up in a cell and then, they starved her to death. It wasn't okay. like that. So just want to make a quick, it's a quick edit there and back to Frank Ocean. <laughs> okay. No, this, this is wild, dude. So he signed, man. And, and you know, what's actually really interesting about it is, you know, I'm sure Frank Ocean fans kind of know this story, but it's a good Testament, not a good Testament, but it's another great example of the fucking the internet, man, and how it's changed music. So, I guess Frank was signed by this dude named Tricky. I think that's his name. And he's like, he... As a manager? Or as an- um, I th- Tricky was a producer, and I think he worked for Def Jam. Okay. And he got 
I think he got Frank signed to Def Jam. Okay. And Tricky was responsible. I thought Frank was independent. That's like always been his thing. So that's like, that's what's kind of cool. Okay. All right. So he gets signed to Def Jam and, um, you know, Tricky hit, he produced Baby by Justin Bieber. He okay. produced Single banger. Ladies. Yeah. Absolute banger. Yeah. He's like, you know, he produced Umbrella. So it's like, he's got, yeah, hit, hit factory. So he got, you know, he got Frank signed, but then Def Jam just kind of went silent and they put him on the shelf and they weren't really excited about Frank. Like they didn't see the magic. Okay. So Frank, you know, at that time was doing a lot with OF and he's like, all right. He's like, fuck y'all motherfuckers. So he came out with, um, uh, orange channel. Orange. Not ch- that was after okay. uh, nostalgia ultra or whatever. Okay. It was a mixtape. You put it out as a mixtape. And that had like, uh, I think that had like Swim Good. No, no, no. Swim Good. Fuck. I'm fucking this all up. Uh, anyway, he had two fucking big ass songs on there. Like underground hits. And then all of a sudden Def Jam was like, oh, you're an artist. So they took those two songs. They blew them up. They shot music videos for them. Cool. Then for Channel Orange, this is like 2012-ish. Frank goes, all right, I want a million dollars. I want full creative control. Da, da, da. They're like, yeah, sure. So they give it to him, and um, the hell? Well, it's my phone. Yeah. So then, so then he comes out with uh, Channel Orange, okay, and it it does amazing, right? And then now, I guess his deal was that he had a third album, so I think it's like a you know two or three album thing or whatever. So he's in his deal. He wants out. He and and so he starts like kind of this chess match with Def Jam, and he starts like. You know, he releases a snippet and like he's kind of delaying the release of the album and like a long period passes until, do you remember when he did that live stream? Yep. So this is the craziest fucking, this is the craziest like finesse, I guess. So and shout out to this dude. Uh, he did a video on it. Um, Trap Lord something. <laughs> I don't know. You have to look it up. I'm tired today, guys. I'm sorry. Um he kind of put this information together, but basically Frank did that live stream. It was like 140 hours long and it built up into that album endless, um, which was like an exclusive between Def Jam and Apple music. And I guess he got paid 20 mil for it. But what it was, was that, uh, the live stream played an album technically. So it technically finished his deal. And what it really was, was a gigantic fucking arrow to blonde. (laughs) Which was which independent he released release, independent. Which was an independent release. And he dropped it the day after he put out Endless. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That's and it. I read an article about this too. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Like right after it happened. Because yeah, yeah. people were like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. This is a crazy finesse. Yeah. Yeah. So was the live stream all original music? Yeah. It so, was. Do people still listen to that? I don't know. So that's the thing I didn't get a chance to look up afterward. But. I guess ASAP Rocky on a radio interview was talking about how they're like, yo, Frank pulled off the greatest finesse on Def Jam and no one talks about it. And this dude basically dug up that after that, um, the Def Jam CEO was like no more streaming exclusives because Drake got 20 mil, someone else got 20 mil. So you could assume Frank probably got in that range. And then after that, he's like, yeah, we're not doing that anymore because he fucked them over. Cause he, cause, cause once he got the money, it was like, it wasn't, it was just like a straight up payment. Like, okay, we'll pay you to have exclusive rights to this album. Okay. You know, 
And he goes, cool, I'll take the 20 million. I'll do this live stream. It's going to be really weird and artistic. And uh, what, what what is a streaming exclusive? So that that uh, whole thing, you can only find on Apple Music. His... The Endless album. Gotcha. It's only on and Apple it's still Music. on there? Uh, yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. The dude said that the only other place he could find it was Pornhub. <laughs> Which, yeah, yeah, of course. You can find anything there. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. So, yeah. It's and then and then he did Blonde Independent and Blonde got fucking you know did numbers and Endless did like next to nothing, I guess for he said for the label Endless earned them like um 150k <laughs> for the 20 mil that he. I mean, got. is that like commendable though? Is it? I, I don't mean, like like when people say finesse as if it's like a positive thing. I like is that like when you're like. When you do a deal with someone, like the deals are structured where it's like, we'll do three albums because we believe that you're on this trajectory where, you, where you'll, and we'll help you get there. But then, you know, when someone is like so popping, I guess, or whatever, where they're like, okay, well, I could just do this independently. And like Def Jam doesn't have to take all these royalties and they pull something off like that and basically scam a business out of that. Not that I'm on the business, not that I'm on like, or label side or like corporation yeah. side at all. But like, yeah. that's the reason why people do deals like this. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, <laughs> and isn't it like kind of just like scamming someone out of like, you'll never do business with these people ever again. No. And I, I think, or, you, yeah. or I feel ever everyone else in the music industry is now like, well, not yeah. that he needs it, but like he's the one of the only people in that situation where like he can do that sort of thing, which I guess makes him kind of like a legend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think what's, um, commendable about it is that he I don't know I could maybe it's not commendable but I understand that if you sign to a label and they put you on the back burner he signed in 09 bro and that that whole thing was in 2016 seven fucking years in seven years he only got enough steam to put out one fucking album I don't I don't blame him for being like you're gonna do what now you're gonna give me the money and give me a chance to run away cool Fuck you guys. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't blame him. And you hear that shit from artists all the time about oh, yeah, how they, they yeah. sign to a label and totally. they don't do anything for them. Yeah, yeah. So or labels fucking people like, like Lil Uzi Vert. Oh yeah. Wait, wait. What happened with that? Can't release music. Is that is that what it wanted is? Wanted to release music. Yeah, he's like wanted to release his album forever, and they just like because his streaming numbers are too big on his last album, so they're just like delaying the shit. And I'm pretty sure it's like completely done. And so he has to like he's forced to like leak his own music basically, which nobody makes money from. Is is that why he's retired? I think so. I I mean I think like you know him, he's one of the first people to come to mind. But it's also like other artists that are just like, just totally like their label is in control of everything, and they're like, as a creative person, you're like I want to fucking get this shit out. Yeah, I made this shit. It's about my life right now. Yep. So people should be hearing this, and their yep. labels are like, no biz like. It doesn't make sense on a business level. It's just, man, man. Yeah, if you got your own platform, there's really, there's no, there's no reason to. to That's got to be so frustrating, man, to be under a contract that you signed six years ago and you were just starting out because you had no idea what the fuck would happen. It's probably only cool when you're like a really big artist because they give you all the steam. They're plugging your shit everywhere. They're making sure you're getting all that play and all that press. They're really, they're all those tools that a label offers. They probably comes out in the nicest way. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah, for everyone else, yeah, sucks dick. So, 
is it commendable? I mean, yeah, you could definitely argue it's a scam, but that that's what a finesse is. A finesse, I know finesse is like used in a positive connotation. Yeah, it's got a positive connotation. I mean, but you know, that that's... <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I look at finesse as like you use that word when it's, when it's deserved. Yeah. You know, oh, he did this to me, so I finessed him out of that kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you outsmarted all of these label execs, then yeah, awesome. it's a finesse. Yeah. For sure. But like, <laughs> I'm sure none of them are sitting there being like, fuck, we got 15 million bucks that this dude just like finessed out of our company. Like yeah. that's our jobs on the line and shit like that. Yeah. Oh Again, yeah. Not that I'm defending fucking. Yeah, the label. Shitty, like, exacts and shit no. like that, but because I know they can suck ass, but. I mean, yeah, but it's, it's just crazy. How the fuck is 6 9 releasing music, man? Dude, so what, he did a song with Lil AK or whatever? Fucking Academics, yeah. So whack, so whack. Was it a good, wait, I gotta listen to this. Can we just, like, yeah, whatever. play it real quick? So whack that, I mean, first of all, you know, I don't give a shit about 6 9 but it's so whack that, Acad- like a- academics as a person is so lame. Like how are you yeah. going to sit there and be a, a, an all the way a fed and a fake ass friend. And then like you were using him, you're pimping him out while he's in jail to release music. It's oh, like, yeah. how does, how has no one fucking punched the shit out of this he dude? sucks, dude. He fucking sucks. I don't get it. Actually, I do get it. He's like the goddamn, he's the, can I listen to this real quick? Yeah. Put up on the mic. That's not fair. That's not fair. This is a pop track. Yeah, that's not fair. Anyone could be on that song, and it sounds good. No, I take it back. That's bad. That's bad. Yeah. You you know what? It's got, like, the same artwork and shit. Yeah. So lame, dude. so whack, dude. Do you think he, like, called him in jail and was like, yo, is is it cool if I release this? I mean, of course. You think so? I feel yeah. like he would just be like, yeah, fuck it. We made it. Release it. Nah, I, I think he definitely got him to clear it, but you, it's just hitting me now. Academics is the motherfucking uh, Wendy Williams of hip hop. Who's that? that? Wendy Williams? Yeah. Oh, she's just a gossip ass fucking talk show okay. personality. She's so lame, dude. So lame. I've, she fuck. Oh my God. You could, I, you could go on forever. You could look up all these shitty things she's done. She sucks, dude. Really? Yeah. Like, uh, Method, I think it was Method Man, his wife had cancer. He didn't tell anyone. It was like a super under the rug thing. And she just like got on national television and was like yapping about her treatment and all kinds of shit. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, there's more, there's more detail to it, but he was just kind of like, who the fuck are you, man? Like, she's like, you know, we're dealing with this privately and you just take it upon yourself at fucking 10 a.m. on Thursday to be like, so guess what the tea is, sis? Method man's wife, da 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 da. She's that lady who had that that viral clip of her like passing out with the Statue of Liberty headband. Never seen it, bro. You you definitely have, and probably I probably you seen definitely it. have. I probably she's have. just like on live TV. She's like, bleh, bleh, and she passes out, like <laughs> blacked out. Anyway, man, yeah, um, yeah, a little AK fucking academic sucks ass. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm like, 
I'm trying to get caught up on music. It's crazy how... Dude, the YNW Melly stuff? You see that shit? Yeah, whoa. What the fuck, dude? Whoa. Okay, so fucking... Whoa. <laughs> so... Whoa. <laughs> one, one of the Reddit posts about 6 9 yeah. someone commented, rap career speed run. Okay. And I laughed so hard oh, at yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's hilarious, Hell right? yeah. One of the comments today on the YNW Melly thread was, yeah. uh, wow, he beat 6 9 speed run. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's... I mean, it's funny if he... Yeah, wait, if wait, he, wait. Tool assisted. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. That's a joke. Two people died because of this fool. But. Yeah, but like, if he did it, if if he did it, that's fucked up, dude. Oh, dude. There's a post, man, right after... Okay, so this, this guy, YNW Melly, yeah. who blew up in the past like three months. Mm-hmm. Like mainstream wise, did a song with Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Now just got arrested today for killing his two best friends, <laughs> staging it like a drive-by, and then staging it like a drive-by. <clears throat> if he did do that, man, and there's a post of him being like, "Yo, like the day it happened, being like, yo, my two brothers died, their mamas are crying right now, like I'm, like they're my mamas too, or some weird shit where he was like, or I'm their mama as well, or some weird shit where he like brought their mom into it." Damn. If he did do it, man. Oh, he's cold-blooded. That's Satan-level yeah, shit, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's evil. That's evil. That's Why would you yeah. post that? <laughs> I mean, wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. For what? To jump his career off? For what? I, I mean, I don't know. That's so fucked, man. I can't even comprehend. I mean, I comprehend, like... People get set up, you know, like, you know, I'm not from the streets, but I know you hear about it. Like people get set up. That's a, that's a common theme and things that, you know, gangster rappers talk about is like people, you know, your homies plotting on you, Mm -hmm. but God damn to like, ugh, to execute and become a public figure. And it's, ugh, it's ugly. It's ugly. I mean, just like, why? I can't. I don't know. We you can't even really like until he's convicted of anything. You can't, can't really, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Form yeah. opinions on it because yeah. we don't know shit. We just seen like the, whatever. But like to get arrested as the main suspect is crazy. There's got to be some crazy evidence against you at that point. Yeah, but then you know you watch Making a Murderer and yeah, I know. You it's know, true. Do they just like put it on him and it's like it's him and it's fake him? Yeah, you know? they just want to close the case kind of thing. Who knows, man. That's crazy, man. It's Flo- What's going on in Florida? <laughs> Florida's Florida's a weird fucking place, dude. I gotta say though, our shows so far, oh, our shows in Florida were have been great. great. Yeah, have been great. Shout, shout out to Florida. We played two, like you know, venue wise. Yes, they're definitely the smallest we've done, or a little the bit smallest. subpar venue wise. Just yeah. both standing, mm-hmm. smaller. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of hard for sometimes to see the screen and shit like that, but like. You guys were so fucking stoked. Oh, yeah. You guys were in it. And for sure. every single person was there just s- smiling, just yeah. ready to hear what the fuck we had to say. Yeah. yeah. That shit's cool, man. Yeah. It's just, re- it's really fucking cool when you look at the crowd and every single person is like just down. Yeah. Yeah. Not shouting, not whatever. Just like, yo, like tell me some shit. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to hear a joke. React to it, you know? Yeah. That shit's cool. Super. I will say also the, the in house audio guys 
past two nights have been fantastic. Yeah, way fucking better than the kind. Yeah, did we did we smash on the Nashville dummy? Did we did we shoot on him? We didn't smash on him yet. I'm about to we about to we about to Eiffel Tower this boy yeah. right here. Before we do though, let's take a quick break. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we'll be right back. We'll be right back to Eiffel Tower, the audio guy from Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time to Eiffel Tower this guy. It's hard to. It's going to be hard to like fully explain what he did without like ruining part of the show. No, I can do it. Okay. All right. Okay. No. All right, Jesus. No, no, it's, it's, Go for it. It's very straightforward. So on stage, and this is just such complaining about nothing, but. Is st- it though? I mean, no, it's not. It's not. It's not, man. Like when we're, on, on, this, is, this, this shit matters. Yeah. On stage, our show is very simple. It's a comedy show. There are two microphones and uh, they just need to be up and live mm-hmm. at all times. Okay. There's no music. They need to hear our voice at all times. Okay. And what's crazy is that at 90% of the venues, it's totally doable. Yeah. Totally doable. Yeah. But there's a there's a 10% where they, the so there's, there's always a dude that they call front of house and he manages the audio from the crowd side. Audio, audio. Audio, audio. And if, you know, sometimes they're listening with headphones or like they see something, they pick up a weird feedback and they make changes on the fly. Uh, this guy decides that, um, for whatever reason, he thinks there's too much feedback, which there wasn't. And he was given strict instructions, regardless of what you think, just leave them live. Okay. Don't do anything. Leave them live. Once again, don't do anything. Leave them live. Once again, don't do anything and leave them live. So what are the two things again? Do nothing. Okay. And leave the microphones on. Okay. So the first step is to do nothing. Okay. So it's to do nothing. Do no- okay. So pretty easy step, right? Because like the step is basically it's an anti-step. Yeah. It's just do nothing. Yeah. So that's the step mm-hmm. is number one, do nothing. Yeah. Okay. So that's the only thing. <laughs> and then this guy takes it upon himself to go, nah, I'm going to do something. <laughs> nah, I'm going to do something. What was it again? What was the step? Yeah. Do nothing. Okay. And so what did he yeah, decided he, to do? Oh, he did something. Did something. And okay, he so just, something is the opposite of nothing. He just fucking kills our microphones by like half. So we're out there, we're like, hello, 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 <laughs> hello. I'm, I'm out there coughing into the mic to, to test it mid-show to make sure that it's on. Yeah. And I, I don't hear shit. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn it. And we're, and we're just like, the, the crowd's kind of looking around like, what the fuck just happened there? <laughs> They're all. Because I had a feeling. I'm like, I know this isn't. I feel like this isn't on. Yeah. And I cough into it, and sure enough, but we're already like in the show. Yeah. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Okay, you just gotta fucking go for it and see see if your intuition is right. Yeah. Just keep. Sure going. enough, it was. And the, the shit was off. It. And that's not the first time it's happened to us. Uh, we've had you know our fucking at the Columbus show, not the Cleveland show, the Columbus show. We walk out there and we grab our mics. We're like, yo, what the fuck is good? And they're just not on. I'm like smacking the mic and I look at Tom and he like looks at the front of house guy. He goes, Oh, sorry. And he puts him live. How do you forget that? It's the one thing. It's the only thing. And when I say there's no music, what I'm getting at is like, we're not a fucking band. Okay. He's not having to engineer shit on the fly. Just, just, Oh, they're on stage. Microphones live. Go to sleep for an hour. Mm-hmm. He couldn't do that. That's the craziest shit that is that he came up to us afterwards in the green room. Was this like, is yo, the Nashville guy. Yeah. And the Nashville guy was like, yo, thanks for an easy night, boys. <laughs> and we're like, thanks we're for like, well, well, clearly it was a little bit too easy for you. Yeah. Yeah. 
Thanks for the creative night, fellas. Yeah. Yeah, I got really tricky up there with the levels. <laughs> yeah, you did. Don't ever you do did. that again. Yeah. Yeah, and it's crazy that at some of these bigger shows, these bigger venues where you would expect sharper staff, it's the sound guys in Florida with 300 cap rooms that are the most attentive, the most logical. Like they're just, they're paying attention. I mean, that guy like just straight up was like, just knew exactly what we needed mm -hmm. the whole time. Mm -hmm. He he was like, it was it took nothing. Mm -hmm. We were like, he knew what we wanted before we even said it. Didn't have to say anything. Exactly. He was smart. He fucking knew what we were going for. Yeah. He got it. Yeah. And we didn't, like it was flawless. Yeah. Amazing. The whole time. And it's one of the, and, and like this is one of those jobs where you don't notice it when it's good, but when it's bad, you notice it. Mm -hmm. It's all kinds of weird shit. You know, like, we use these monitors on stage to hear our voices because the feedback is weird in the room. So like we need those monitors up front to like gauge what we're doing. Uh, we're not like sexy with the in-ear stuff, but sometimes those things like squeal, they have buzzing and you know, the front of house guys at like other venues are just like, yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just a little buzz, dude. You'll get over it. And I heard it buzzing. So I turned all the mics off. Like, oh, that's great. Yeah. No cool. one can hear us though, but thank you. <laughs> And, you know, you're just up there and you just might hear like the whole time you're talking and just, you know, no one else hears it. So you feel crazy up there. But yeah, so fucking. Then the, the, what's crazy was after he goes, thanks for the easy night, fellas. Then he goes, so, so what's the deal with this thing called uh, Tanacon? <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, dog, that. you just ruined our night and you are not about to sit here and be like, educate me on Tanacon. Yeah. Use the fucking internet, dude. It's just such like a, it's such a, as soon as people say, oh, it's two YouTubers coming through, people are like, all right, this is going to be a yeah. shitty ass show. Yeah. Everyone has most definitely written us off. You yeah. can tell the guys right who away. write us off. Right away. Yeah. They don't think we're going to try to put on like an actual comedy show. And then, but it's a, it's a, it's a great feeling when we go out there and we do stand up material and the, and the sound guys that like, you know, look like they're taking a dump, like. Start are laughing. Are laughing. And, and the like, bartenders are laughing. Yeah. That's such a great fucking feeling. When the yeah. venue employees are laughing and they come up to us afterwards and they're like, yo, boys, that was actually really funny. Yeah. You know, we, we get we, we get a lot of, uh, you know, nice feedback from those people when they're like, oh, shit. But I think it's mostly because they set the bar so fucking low. Yeah. You know, which is great because we don't, you know. Here's a funny story. Okay. From yesterday's show. Uh-huh. So we're in Tampa. We do the meet and greet. Yes, we do. And there's always like a, there's always like usually probably two on average moms that come through the meet and greet. Yeah. That either are just with their children or <laughs> are fans themselves. Oh, actually, most of them probably have been fans themselves. Yeah, most of them so are. So their kids will be like, hey, this is the podcast I'm listening to in the car. And the mom will listen to it and will be like, this is actually really funny. I'm going to come to the show with you, which blows my fucking mind. That's it's also, even a thing. it's really dope. Um, let me, let me shout out, uh, two fam. I mean, this happens pretty free. It's pretty funny when mom, there's a set of, there's a mom with her daughters last night when they all are drinking age. Yeah. Like that's been a weird thing where like the mom and the two daughters will show up and they're all drinking like, Oh, we're so excited. Like it's girls night with their mom. It's, yeah. it's, it's kind of cool. That it's cool as fuck, we, we man. We can put that out there. Like the mom will go and take the picture herself yeah. and then she'll be like, can I, can I also yeah. get a picture? Which is and we're a compliment. like, really? You want? And then she's like, yeah, shout out to, of course. Shout out to our, our boy in Atlanta, dad with his two kids. 
That dude was dope. Yeah, his kids were like 12 and 15, and like he fully like listens to the podcast. And 12, man. Yeah. 12. Yeah. A 12-year-old sat front row at this fucking show where we're talking about our dicks for 45 minutes. I mean, it's not the whole show, but it's just something. Yeah. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but I mean, it's like, it. ah, oh man, if you feel weird because you don't know just like how, what the relate relationship is, but I guess- Oh, at 12, I was on Rotten.com, so I can't really blame a parent for being like, yeah, it's the internet. Like, Well, didn't he send you a message afterwards? Yeah, so he, what did he say? Yeah, he, he was hilarious, and, and I'll read this real quick, and then we'll I'll talk. I'll tell the story after, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it's like the total inverse. Um, this dude was super cool, uh, and he, <laughs> what did he say? Where, where you at, bro? Internet in here is just straight doo-doo. He goes, at the risk no, he goes, at the rush of sounding sugar gay. <laughs> I just wanted to thank you and Cody for a really great show tonight in Atlanta. You made my night and killed it with my son and daughter. I enjoy listening to the podcast with the kids, but nothing will beat the real thing tonight. Hope the remainder of your tour treats you well. Keep uh, keep up all the fun stuff. All three of us can't wait to see what's next. Cheers. God, that's so dope, man. Shout out to you. <laughs> yeah, but for then, real. But then he goes, asterisk, risk, not rush. I don't get a rush out of sounding sugar gay, which is an explanation that is too long already. Sound sugar gay. <laughs> I'm like, hell yeah, man. So yeah, I'm not going to expose his name, but thanks a lot, David. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's not his name. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. So we had this mom last night. Uh, okay, yeah. So so <laughs> she comes through the VIP meet and greet, and she's one of the ones that's just like basically supporting her. And or I like brought her kid there. And we always make a point to be like, so do your, like if a parent comes through, we go, do they know about us? Yeah. And most so we asked her, we're like, have you showed your mom anything? And most of them are like, yeah, yeah. I've seen you guys. I watch your videos. Like yeah. you guys are funny. Yeah. This mom was like, oh no, I've, I've no idea. <laughs> and and we look at the daughter like, what are you, uh, what are what you, are you doing? doing? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. You got to preface a little bit. So we take a picture. The mom's like, you know, doesn't want a picture or anything. Yeah, she's like, oh. they go off. We don't see them. We do the show. You know, it's not a fucking G-rated show by no, any means. Like no. it's, you know, it's it's a lot of like during the, you know, Q&A portion of the show, it's a lot of just inside podcast jokes and stuff which are just not for the faint of yeah, heart, yeah, right? Yeah. So this kid mid mid Q&A, he's right in the middle, yeah. right near the front. Yeah. We choose him, his hands up and he goes, "Hey, how much cum is in your guys' asses right now?" <laughs> And the audience laughs, we laugh, and we're like, mine's filled to the brim. What's and, great you know. is someone raised their hand and they said, I don't listen to the podcast. Does that make me less of a fan? And I said, no, but you're going to be lost on some of these <laughs> things. And then the kid goes, how much cum is in your ass? And I immediately point at her. I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> so after the show, show ends, and we're sitting with our tour manager, drinking a beer or whatever, and he, he goes, yeah, I was sitting beside that mom during the meet and greet at the bar. And I was like, Oh my God, what did, what did she think? Like, cause it's always like <laughs> it's afterwards a, you're like, I wonder what the fuck yeah. they thought of that shit. Yeah. And he was like, she was just absolutely floored. She was like, I had no idea that this was like all about like dicks and weed and all this stuff. <laughs> and Matt's like, yeah, I mean, it's not, you know, it's, it's not like a yeah children friendly thing or whatever. And she goes, I mean, that guy just asked them how much, Come is in their ass. <laughs> imagine, dude, imagine what that's like for a fucking parent. 
sitting there. You're sitting at the bar. Your kid's in the pit. Yeah. And then it's and just, some kid asks how much cum is in their ass. And then we respond, oh, it's leaking everywhere. It's, dude, it's filled to the brim. It's just so I much. I can't fit more cum in my ass if, even if I wanted to. No, I just, I did the, I was like, that's the thing about cum. It can go anywhere, <laughs> especially into your ass. <laughs> Yeah, and then, yeah. Then she goes. That I guy's so holds, much, I have so much cum in my ass; it's spilling out of my mouth. <laughs> it's coming out of my eye sockets. <laughs> yeah, she goes. Uh, what she said? She said. Um, she said that guy's whole thing is smoking weed. And then referring to me, and I'm like, none of my jokes are about yeah, smoking weed or anything. That's because someone goes, "Do you burn?" And she's like, "That guy said, do you burn?'" And he goes, "Yes." <laughs> and they're cheering. And then. Our TM had to explain. He goes, no, no, no. He's like on this show. He plays this character. This guy, Wade. <laughs> she didn't like hate the show. Like, she was just like. Yeah, she was fine with it. Yeah, she was just, like a little bit lost on her. I mean, I think like it's got to be a weird time now to be a parent of For, a kid that yeah. that's age. Her daughter was probably 16, I would yeah. say. Yeah. And, uh, the, you know, the mom was just like, I, was, I asked Matt. I was like, what, did she seem like pissed? Matt was like, no, she didn't seem pissed. She was like, well, she's going to get exposed to this shit anyway. So, like, mm-hmm. it's good that it's, like, kind of in, like, a yeah community yeah, manner, I guess. And it's, like, a funny It's a good thing, thing. there's 300 people that are like, oh, yes, the come in my ass the come bit. in my ass. Yeah, that's I a great that bit. part. Yeah, yeah. We have yeah. also have come in our asses. <laughs> and nah. so I get it. Like, it's got to be kind of a weird time to be a parent now yeah. where you know your child has been connected to the internet since they were fucking five years old. Yeah. They're going to see the shit, whether you like it or not. So it's like how you, yeah. how you embrace it as a parent, I guess, right? I don't know. Yeah, uh, fucking. I mean, I don't know shit. If you're a parent and you listen to this shit, let us know. Yeah, because I'm legit curious about that. Even our TM Matt, and he, um, you know, his son was hanging out with us in Philly. He's two years old, and he's completely, you know, he's just aware of how to use a device. And I'm not trying to be one of those people that are like, he just knows what to press the buttons. He just, he really like he takes our TM's phone and he looks through photos like the, the photos app and he looks for videos and pictures of himself and he, he likes to explain and tell you what he's doing in there and his like busted ass baby English, you know, like he finds a video of him dressed like a skunk and he's like, a skunk, a costume <laughs> and it's busted ass, yeah, whatever. It's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. So you can only, you're ass- like, it's, it's you in a skunk suit. Yeah, it's called a costume. Learn dumbass. how to say it, you fucking idiot. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite. It's me. I know it's you. I can see it. <laughs> it's one of my favorite stupid subreddits. Kids are fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't use Reddit or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, no, of course not. No. But dude, one of the one of the guys who worked for the venue yesterday, his daughter was like six oh, or yeah, seven. She was a fan. Or five, maybe fucking, even like young as fuck, yeah. small as shit. I'm talking human, but like way smaller, <laughs> small version of a person. And she was there the whole time listening to the show. And she came up afterwards, or the the guy who worked for the venue came up afterwards and was like, "Yo, this is my daughter. She's really wanted to meet you guys. She's been pumped for the show for two weeks." And I'm like, "She would, yeah. What's going on, dude? You let her listen to the show?" And she's like, "Yeah." He, he goes, she doesn't know what you guys are saying or anything, but her <laughs> dream is to become like a YouTuber. And so she's been like pumped to see you guys get up on stage and she wanted to, to meet you. Oh, there is a white mom who's, with, who's ready to write a book on this shit. Yeah. Oh, they let their children listen to this podcast. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, she was like, I don't know. She, 
cute as fuck. Just like, well, chill out, dude. I mean, like, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. She was like, just like pumped to meet me, and like yeah. they make videos together, her and her dad. That's they cute. do like these like dad daughter videos, whatever. And she yeah. just like really wants to be a YouTuber. That's what she wants to be. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, they definitely. I mean, he definitely cares about her. That's yeah. why. Whatever. I mean, I guess that's my point too. With, with Matt's kid, is just they're growing up in a way where. Uh, like these devices are very much part of their life. Mm -hmm. and I think it's a hard thing to be like, no, you will not use. It's like, yes, they will. They're just going to do it. They're going to do it. Yeah. Whether you like it or not. Yeah. Like it's completely. It's like, don't jewel. They're going to fucking jewel. Yeah, they're going to fucking jewel. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing, man. The amount of fucking jewels we sign. Yeah. Stop jeweling, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking bad for you. I know. I know I've. I say this, but I jewel. I've jeweled in videos before, but now it's it's out of my life. It's completely gone. I haven't done it for months. I haven't done I it. Feel for, way better. I haven't done it for hours. I feel. Yeah, awesome. I haven't done it in literally hours. I've quit for <laughs> a few hours at a time. Nah, some. I mean, most people who bring the jewels, they're like college. But some of you fucking like on the edge kids that be bringing out jewels. I know who's 17 because they're just way too excited about a jewel. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, you ain't been around. Like, so. Can you sign my jewel? Can you sign like a sure. It's not me. Can you sign the cigarette? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. The bouncer made me take out the pod. <laughs> okay. You take your mug shot too? Yeah, dude. Fucking you ready to go to jail? That's what we should do. It's like, oh, you're underage smoking? Yo. Get them right Security. here. Security. Call the police. Yeah. Call the fucking police. Did we, met, did we talk about Baltimore people throwing jewel pods on stage? I don't think so. That shit was crazy. That was under a week ago, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people throwing jewel pods on stage. Like tons of people. Yeah. You guys love vaping in Baltimore, apparently. That was wild. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen a lot of crazy vapes. This girl came out to the to the Tampa show. Was it Tam yeah, it was last night, Tampa. Mm -hmm. Her fucking vape looked like a diamond tester. That shit was crazy, yeah, man. Yeah. This shit, this one girl gave us her vape to sign. This sh it was it was like cracked marble. Yeah. It was yeah. beautiful. Yeah. This looked like a I mean, I don't even know. It looked like a, like a, like a rare gem. <laughs> you know, it looked like some shit you buy at like a collector's store. <laughs> beautiful. Just man. <laughs> Just imagining like in 30 years all these old dudes are going to do a vape restoration. It's going to be our version of 1920s cars. Old guys just doing vaporizer restoration. Antique vapes. Yeah, antique yeah, vapes. 100%. Yeah, this was, a, uh, this was a very nice piece back in the 10s. You know, this was a popular one. <laughs> Carried even into the 20s. Um, but you don't find this year, the 12, like this. This is when batteries were just getting very big. You remember the one that exploded in that guy's face? Yeah. And killed him? Crazy. This is that one. <laughs> you can't find jewels for these, pods for these things anymore. <laughs> they just don't make them. <laughs> these were so popular at one time. Yeah. Wood grain. Beautiful piece. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's actually a very scary thing. Shout out to me and Nerd City had a really dope conversation on Twitter. About what? Just like future nostalgia. Okay. He was like, man, think about it, dude. In like 20 years, nostalgia for kids is going to be like G Fuel and getting swatted on stream. You know, nostalgia for us is like skateboarding. 
Yeah. It's like, and like N64. Yeah, super innocent yeah. and like, you know. Actually, no. Looking. I mean, that is... I, I, I was actually thinking about that when um, that kid who's a mod for your stream came through the VIP. Shout out Glenn. Glenn. And he was talking about how his group chat, mm -hmm. someone was supposed to come and didn't come and all this shit. And he was yeah. like, yeah, like our our group chat. And I was kind of thinking about like how much group chats yeah. are like a, a like a social mechanism mm -hmm. growing up now. Yeah. Like there are, you know, 14-year-olds whose entire friend network consists of people that they've never met before. Yeah. Probably, right? Yeah, totally. It's all about group chats yeah. and Twitter group chats and whatever. People yeah. that they've met through their own networks. Yeah. You know, whatever their whatever niche the is. Whatever they like, yeah. It's amazing. It's, it's fucking crazy. It is super wild. People like meet up for the first time after knowing each other for years from these group chats and they yeah. they feel like they know each other. Yeah. It's a, uh, I mean, that was the weird thing when me and Chili met for the first time. We'd known each other like 10 years. Yeah. And we had talked always on like game communication software. So we'd be talking, but we're not looking at each other and we're like, this is fucked up. This is just like being on Ventrilo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we just don't see each other. We have the same exact conversation. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a man. It's just, that's crazy, dog. That's crazy, dude. <laughs> dude, that's crazy. That's fucking crazy. Uh, that's actually crazy. You know what's crazy is you, crazy. you gambled the right way last night. <laughs> that is crazy. This we both did. That's how I always gamble. Really? Yeah, in out. It's you know what the thing is? It's actually not fun to win. No, it's not. It's not no. at all. Yeah. It's not fun. It's not. You leave that place feel Feeling like you're missing something. Of course. When you win. Yeah. That's fucked up, dude. Yeah. You leave a casino up. Yeah. And you feel like I, I have unfinished business in there. Exactly. I wanted to take all that money and go to the poker room. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We both gambled last night. Blackjack. Yeah. We both went up hundreds of dollars in like 30 yeah. minutes. A couple hundred bucks each. And both left... Like both were just like, yeah, let's go eat. Let's do it. I don't know what came over us. Responsibleness all of a sudden. I mean, Responsibility. That, that's that's how I always do it. it really? Yeah. You always leave up? Usually, yeah. Always? Do you know how much I've lost on poker? I That was a skill I had to teach myself. When, when I'm up, you're out. No, but you're not always up. You don't always go up right away. No, like not We got right lucky away. when we sat down. Oh. We were hot as soon as we sat down. Oh, that's what I mean, though. Is 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 the... If if I'm ever up, I try to get out to negate the times I've been down. Yeah. That's how I try to look at it. Usually I'll like go like if I go up right away, yeah. I'll take, you know, the shit that I put in, put it off to the side, and then gamble with the winnings yeah. until they're gone. Until and then, then, then you're like, even. well, then I buy back in and then I'll leave even, usually. Leave even. Okay, word. I'm good at doing that. Okay. I'm not good at leaving up. Okay, word. Yeah. And so like when we left last night, I was like, now this this should be still. I should be playing still because that's the point. That's why you gamble is just to play. Yeah. It's not to win. It's just to fucking play. Yeah, no, that's true. The rush, the odds keep you even enough where you can just play for a long time. Yeah, and you can if you're playing, you know, fifteen bucks a hand like we were playing. Yeah, you can either leave hundred dollars down or you leave a hundred bucks up. But mm -hmm. like you've already written that shit off, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, and you just you play to play. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I definitely wanted to. I still want to. But I'm not going to. Yeah. It was it, still fun. It was it definitely was fun. fun. I'm glad we didn't, you know, it wouldn't go the full course. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it would have been depressing, actually, if it's we left, a, like, a couple hundred bucks. Down. I mean, it's not, in the grand scheme of whatever, it's not 
you know, it's not huge losses, but losing just feels so bad. Yeah. It just feels bad. Yeah. It's never fun. Mm -hmm. It's that fucking, it's that post nut clarity. You're like, Mm -hmm. well, well, I really, what am I doing? I could have just had McDonald's tonight. That casino was huge, man. The one, the fucking hard hard rock rock. Seminole hard rock in Tampa or in Seminole. No. Oh yeah. Whatever. It's huge. Yeah. Bigger than any Vegas casino I've been to. No, come on. Yeah. No. Vegas casinos are like generally kind of small. It's like three floors or three like sections. It's big. I'm not going to say yeah, it's bigger than Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. You know, the big vaulted ceilings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tons of, they had like, you know, they had a good amount of blackjack tables, but yeah. not a lot. But um, yeah, it's a great casino. So I read an article today about uh, Dane Cook's comeback. Really? Apparently. After being compared to him, how does that feel? I know. Glimpse of the Don't future, talk about that. Guy. Don't want to talk about that at all. For sure. But it's actually a really interesting article. So what's his comeback? What's he doing? So he's going on tour again for the first time since 2013. Whoa. Yeah. Damn. And he, I mean, I don't know what kind of venues he's playing. Sure. I don't know. Like, I didn't finish the article, but it, like, it was a really interesting, like, breakdown on his, like, whole tra- trajectory. Sure. Like, from being on top of the world, he made, he was making $20 million a tour. No way. $20 million a tour. No way. He got like the movie deals he was getting with the one with Jessica Alba and all that shit was like three, four, three, four million bucks a pop. That's wild. And then Louis C.K. accused him of stealing jokes. Just, and that was kind of like the start of his downfall. And even then, like people, it's actually interesting. Like Jerry Seinfeld and Chris Rock called him and were like, were like, I love your special. But yet he was like, 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 you know. You sit down, sit down at a bar and be like, I like Dane Cook. And half the people will be like, yeah, he's funny. And half the people will be like, he's fucking trash. Yeah. And it kind of like just went down from there. Mm-hmm. And he kind of like stopped touring and stopped doing anything. Yeah. And then now he's kind of trying to like come back, I guess. I don't know. That's. And I'm just like curious to see. Yeah. Because he's got like a new hour of material apparently. Man. I mean, that's the thing I think I'm going to take away from this tour is um, after we do our two week run, I want to. Start up our bi-monthly live and like really get sharp. Yeah, we gotta like actually work on live material. Yeah, consistently. Consistently, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, it's it's been a, um, you know, it's it's been really cool to see what we concepted work on mm-hmm. this tour, and it's like gonna be an ever evolving thing. And um, even even today, I was like thinking a lot of about a lot of new things, and I was thinking about how much the show has changed from the first day. I know we say this every podcast, but as I don't know, you just definitely keep chiseling away at it. It'll be cool to see what it becomes like by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. It will, I think be completely unrecognizable yeah. from the first one mm-hmm. or like I the f- first day. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're out here in New Orleans. Bus call is when? I think like 1am, something like that. <laughs> so cool. we're going back to Bourbon Street. Yeah. Yeah. We got to see it at night just to see it. <laughs> Just to see, just it. to see some fucking titty meat, you know. Just to see that good old meat. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Um, yeah, one a.m. call to Dallas. Isn't that crazy? Isn't it <laughs> cool to stay in a hotel for the day <laughs> and not sleep in the bed when mm-hmm. you paid for it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then back to L.A. in like five, six days. Yep. And then podcast is going to be back to normal. Back to normal for <laughs> back a month. to our normal chairs, normal thoughts, everything. 
And uh, it's not going to be just about sound guys for the whole fucking thing. No, we'll uh, actually get these bonus episodes rolling, mm-hmm. and then we go back on the road. <laughs> yeah, for two. Yeah, for two weeks. Yeah, we haven't yet announced the locations or dates or whatever, but that's coming up in mm-hmm. the next coming weeks. Yep. We're coming to places like Maine, and I don't know what else. What else? But we're doing um. This is like the rescheduled New York shows and the New Jersey yeah, shows. Yeah, so we're yeah, going to yeah. do like Maine and yeah, other places around there. Asking about New York that is coming swiftly, everybody. Swiftly. Swiftly and timely. Swiftly and timely. And on time and swift. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, guys, we're going to rest up. We will uh, see y'all in Texas mm-hmm. and Arizona. damn right. As we wind up the last leg of the tour. Unreal. It's already over. I know. I know it's fucking crazy, man. It's almost, it's almost, it's been five weeks now. Tom was, Tom and I were talking about this shit. And we could end it on this, but he, he said, dude, touring is just one, it's not real life. It's a weird, like, space you live in. That's mm-hmm. one. Two, it, he's, you're, he says, in a way, like, you're time traveling. Yeah. You know, like, with the, how, like, you wake up in other cities and, like, you're not, really conscious of how much time has like really passed like nine, 12 hours, yeah. 14 hours, whatever. And then he goes, dude, this tour is over. It's basically March. And then when we go back out again, it's the summertime. And then if we go back out again, you're already in winter. Yeah. And so like, if the plan is consistent, we're like, we're about to just wash like 16 months, just like <laughs> gone. <laughs> I know. We're just going to wake up and it's going to be over. We're going to say, what the fuck happened the crazy shit about this is that like i thought before we like set out on this tour that it was like you see all the cities on the list and you're like oh oh that city has good food that yeah, city has, yeah. is known for this that city's cool for this and oh maybe we get to like try out all those things right you wake up in the city you maybe go for lunch around the venue you do the show and then you leave yep that's it and that's it you yep. might as well not even have gone to that city no it's 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 a, such a non-experience. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's so funny how we thought it's how we were gonna do food vlogs and oh yeah, we're gonna have so much time we'll to like film on the bus. Film on the bus. We'll yeah, exercise. Sure. Yeah. We're gonna do all. Yeah, I'm gonna run every day. <laughs> I've ran one time, <laughs> one time since we started. I've gained probably five pounds. Yeah, I'm hitting the gym hard when I get Same. back. Same. And I'm fixing my fucking neck. You know, um, maybe it's the last. Just one more thing. I'm going to do a little update video on my YouTube channel, but I think I'm going to have to give up editing for a little bit. Really? Yeah. My neck is that bad. So editing, but not gaming. Uh, Well, no, that too. Like I've, I'm going to have to change how I do that too. Like I got to do Just it standing. Change your posture. That's all it is. No, but it's still going to take time. Like, like right now. Just move your desk higher. Sit straight up. There are ways <laughs> to combat this. This isn't like a new thing. No, it's not that. It's the pain. Like right now I feel pain like down my neck through my left arm. Okay. It's like a weird, like it's in my tricep. Yeah. I've never felt like a, like it's pulling in my tricep. And like, even today I would like look around, I try to look up at buildings and it's just like, ah, so yeah. yeah, So I'm going to have to. That's uh, getting old, man. Yeah. That's getting old right there. That's getting old right there. Anyway. Well, I think this is growing up. (laughs) So, uh, guys. See you. I guess this is growing up. That's the lyrics. Is that it? I guess this is growing up. Yeah, yeah. I fucked that up. Sorry. That's not to say I'm going to stop making videos, but I may not be able to cut them all. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, new episode next week. 
Thank you all so much for supporting the tour. Thank you. Appreciate it. Those back new- to normal episodes next week, probably, right? Next week? No. Next Thursday, we'll be back. Excuse me. We have a show yeah. that day, though. Yeah, true. Well, the week after, normal <laughs> episodes. And um, yeah. thank you for putting up with us. Yeah, we appreciate you guys. And I know you guys like seeing the, the, the behind-the-scenes shit, so... Um, it's very cool to share this experience with you all, and uh, we'll talk to you very soon. Thank you, guys. TeamGPod.com if you want to get some merch. Yep. Peace. Peace. Peace, Peace-tickles.